Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 276. My name is Chris. Is that? And this week, The Omen. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so from 1976. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so The Omen was uh, written by David Seltzer, directed by Richard Donner, mm-hmm. and released June 1976. Nice summer blockbuster <laughs> yeah yeah uh what (laughs) i don't know it's like when they put like you know weird like like christmas like christmas releases for like movies that are really not yeah yeah, yeah. sort of appropriate for it's definitely one of those that often will go that way where it's like they'll do a release at christmas for a movie it's just like why is this being released at christmas yeah rather than like why is there a Christmas movie being released in July? Which very rarely happens. Like, you know. Uh, yeah. Die, die, well, die Hard is the only one that I can think of. Where <laughs> a yeah. movie that takes place at Christmas was released in the summer. That's because Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Well, exactly. That's exactly um, why it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> but anyways, uh, enough about that topic. <laughs> that, that controversy. We've been down that road before. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so this one was basically because um, Richard Donner uh, recently passed, mm-hmm. uh, and we've talked about a bunch of like his more well-known. I mean, obviously Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's my favorite movie. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about you know Scrooge and Maverick and you yeah. know a few of his big ones. His movies um, have been on tar have been on top fives for sure Um, he's done a lot of good stuff yeah i mean obviously sort of probably the biggest thing overall i mean other than like obviously you know superman Mm -hmm. it was huge in terms of like as a single thing like you know being very uh successful but um he did like he directed all the lethal weapon movies yeah so that's a pretty huge Mm -hmm. franchise um when you add it all up um, I wasn't aware that he directed all of them. I thought all he, of them, yeah. Really, I yeah. thought he got out of them at a certain point. Because no. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, never been like. Yeah. I, I've often sort of felt like, oh, I should probably go and like give them a chance because like I've just never really been that interested. But like, I feel like I probably would like them if I actually gave them a, a chance. I think that first. I've one, seen like parts of all of them, but the first one I think really holds up. Because it's very much, like, it's true to, like, when it was made and the kind of movie it is. Yeah. Um, but because, like, those movies gained, like, well, that first one was quite very popular. Yeah. And then they, so they did the sequel. And then they started to do that thing where they, like, veered, started to veer sharply away. They're like, oh, but what if we went, like, PG instead well, think, of R? What if we went, like, like comedy? What if we went, Well, you know, I think also that it's a thing of, like, when you have a that type of a franchise that goes on mm. for that long yeah like yeah. just the natural you're going to feel that it goes from, through it's yeah. like it's gonna be different well you end up doing two one of two things because you either just do the same thing over yeah, and over yeah 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 which at know. which point like the diminishing returns on that mm. are you know or you try there's gonna be diminishing new. returns anyway they, well yeah of right course. that's yeah. the thing yeah. anyways so you know i was sort of trying to you know we were talking about like well for, we were trying to come up with like a movie that we had yeah seen. like we're like well we could do the thing where where we just kind of do a movie that you know might be sort of an interesting uh discussion yeah that you know um and so like i listed a few of the ones mm-hmm. that uh he did that was you know sort of stood alone a little bit more because mm-hmm. you know with you know like we weren't gonna do like something from lethal weapon or something yeah, like that yeah, so yeah. and we'd already talked about a bunch of the other ones mm-hmm. um and, you know, didn't really want to do anything too, like, super kind of obvious, like, the Goonies or something. Yeah, which, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure we've Movies both, have been talked about. both seen many times and yeah. have been talked about sort of to, to death. Um, but you mentioned that you hadn't seen The Omen. Yeah, never seen The Omen. that was the, that was, like, the first really big, like, success mm-hmm. that Donner had as a feature director, basically, yeah. because he came out of television um, back in like I guess I mean he probably started tele- directing television like even fifties maybe yeah yeah probably he 50s. was at it for a long time definitely sixties lots in the sixties um, but uh, the Omen was a big success uh, it was 
one of the most successful movies of 76 mm-hmm. um did what made for like less than three million gross over 60 million yeah which um so yeah big huge big, big hit yeah and so it basically is what got him the job doing superman yeah um because uh superman was originally going to be directed by um Oh crap! I can't remember his name right now, but he, Guy Hamilton, mm-hmm. who had done some Bond film, like a few of the Bond films at that point, mm-hmm. and he was kind of the first choice to direct Superman, and turned out he couldn't do it because the production on Super, the Superman movie was based out of uh, like England, like out of London, right? And uh, at the time, Guy Hamilton was was a tax exile, like right. many big British film people were at the time Mm -hmm. and uh he could only come back into the uk for very brief you know for short periods of time Mm -hmm. um in order to avoid that and so um he couldn't do it basically because he just literally couldn't be there uh so they had to go with another choice and so they were like what about this richard donner guy because he just had you know this big hit with with the Omen, which you think, you know, has nothing to do with Superman, no. obviously, but that's kind of how I it mean, is. It's skill like skill is skill but, but, is skill. But like, right? uh, that's kind of how it is, especially back then. But even still, and you in, know, it's like you go what you go after directors that have had recent hits, yeah, yeah. and that are available, basically. Mm. You know, and, and he I was mean, available; they could afford him. By that point, he had, had uh, sixteen years' experience directing. Yeah, because 1960s when he first started doing, uh, it was his first okay. TV stuff. I knew it had to be like and, either late 50s yeah. or... And he had done a, like a lot of TV yeah. from a lot of like like well-known TV shows oh, and, yeah. and some TV movies. Like movies, yeah. but TV movies. Mm-hmm. So he, he had feature yeah. even before The Omen. So, you know, and then being that The Omen was such a, uh, a success for him. Um, yeah. So... Helped a lot. Uh, so basically, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, I mean, I guess... So it's interesting for me... Probably more people know of it, and kind of the gist of, like, you know, because it's sort of become a cultural thing, and the Mm -hmm. whole, like, I mean, you know, for a long time... it had a bunch of sequels, then it had a remake... uh, Yeah, I mean, for a long time, the name Damien was kind of, like, synonymous with, like, oh, the Antichrist, or evil children, or, you know, like... It just became like a, a, a kind of a, a, a typical mm-hmm. kind of joke, you know, like oh, Dam- you know, Wayne's World, right? Yeah, exactly. Damien, you know that yeah. that whole like, and so uh, you know, with them, huh? a lot, I think it's one of those things where like a lot of people know of it or know kind of like the gist of like what it's about without necessarily having seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically, the Omen is about uh, this um, uh, Gregory Peck. Yes, plays the, plays the character, which was nice because like I haven't seen Gregory Peck anything like in a while, while. like yeah. a little bit of an older yeah. Gregory Peck. And I was like, I was like oh, cool, um, Gregory Peck. So supposedly uh, they, uh, so the story goes that supposedly they said or they claimed that they always had Gregory Peck in mind as like oh, that, to do that the was role. like the, who they wanted to be the star of it, but supposedly that's not really true, and they like apparently a lot of big names were asked. Mm-hmm. were offered this role and turned it down. Yeah. Um, and apparently uh, uh, William Holden actually was offered the role mm-hmm. and turned it down because uh, he didn't want to uh, be involved in like a movie about the devil or whatever. And then he ended up doing this sequel. Yeah. <laughs> like two years later, uh, he plays like the brother of Gregory Peck's character in the original, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty funny. It's like, oh, I yeah. guess maybe two years later that the money was looking a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, uh, supposedly one of the reasons Gregor Peck uh, accepted the role was because um, uh, he, one of his, um, uh, he felt the role was appropriate uh, because of, uh, he had guilt because uh, one of his sons had committed suicide. Oh, wow. And so that, uh, he felt he had the, that's weird, the appropriate ability to right. portray the tap role. Into that. Tap into that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I can't remember how, how but uh, he, but yeah, so he basically. Yeah, well, played, it was it was it was more. Um, it wasn't just that his son committed suicide; is that he had been like absent on his, his for his son hmm. when his son had committed suicide. So he wasn't there for his son, basically. And so hmm. interesting. Um, well, so yeah, so a lot of them tap into some of that his, Catholic guilt that they, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. in the movie. So his character is Robert Thorne, uh, yeah. and basically in the opening of the movie, he uh, basically well, I guess. He, 
so he, there's a real weird it's it's he, a very weird setup yeah because yeah. the whole thing is that and and it the They're way like, it's presented is very strange too like took me a sec to the way to it's catch what yeah was like really, the way yeah, it's yeah. presented at the very beginning is very odd but essentially it's that uh he's told that basically like his his wife ha- gives mm. birth he's told that his son that has died, died in, yeah. in like you know in the birth or you know didn't yeah. didn't survive uh his wife is like really dead set on like you know like it means a lot to her yes. becoming a mother so they decide so he decides to like unofficially S- secretly adopt. like secretly adopt this other child well, he whose didn't... mother apparently died yeah. in childbirth yeah so and like no... so it's a child with no mother, and yeah, then yeah. they have the mother with no like child. Like the same night, like they and, were both born the same yeah. night. Yeah, and then basically he doesn't tell his wife that yeah, he did yeah, this, yeah. so that she thinks that it's her real child yeah, yeah. at first. Well, because she was so so sad already, on. you're starting off with like a oh, pretty like very twisted rocky. premise. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's like it's a pretty you're twisted introducing premise. an element into like a relationship. Yeah. Like, that is, like, now he has to live with this Like, and I understand it's all because, like, you know, he thinks, like, it's for the best overall type of thing, right? But it's, like, even if, even without the rest of what goes on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would already be, like, okay, this is pretty messed up. Yeah. Right? But then, of course, as time goes on, kind of weird things start to happen or start to, you know, in relation to it. Um, You know, and then ultimately it turns out... But supposedly the child, yeah. Damien, is the Antichrist, basically. Yeah. And this has all been set up to like yeah. basically place him. Because it turns out that, that priest was actually a secret yeah. dark servant of, of yeah. Satan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well everybody's they got the tattoos of the what is it's the, the hooded yeah. it's the hooded priest, but then three of them in a row looks like three sixes and so Yeah, yeah. I mean that's And then he was six, born six, six. on the sixth day of the sixth yeah, 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 you know. I mean like, it's all you know, it's all pretty, pretty sort of cliche stuff. But, in a way, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I mean, I think probably from I know it's early seventy six. I know, I know, it's pretty early. Still, it's pretty early. They were tapping um, into something that was I mean, kind of like it hadn't become cliche. I yet. mean, definitely. You know, I mean, this movie obviously, like I said, it was a big hit. Yeah. Uh, with audiences at the time, mm-hmm. uh, it did even then get somewhat mixed, like critical yeah. reviews. And I mean, it's definitely a bit all over the place to that's, some degree. That's like I mean, I think that there are like I, some really good like atmospheric mm-hmm. aspects. I think like, that's its strongest point. Like I think it has a pretty good pace in mm-hmm. in the way that it starts kind of slow, and then it kind of like accelerates. Yeah. As it gets in, like the sort of the first half is quite slow, and then it kind of starts to accelerate mm-hmm. throughout the second half. Until you know it's it's pretty fast paced towards the end. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like that sort of worked pretty good. Um. I I think some of my biggest issues were in order to make, and this was like not on the actors but on the writing mm-hmm. was in sort of order to make like this situation that they were in with this child yeah. and and like the stuff with um the nanny that came yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Miss Baylock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's creepy, man. Oh, yeah, super creepy. Yeah. Uh, I think that was one of the other... Like, in a good way. Like, I think, like, the actress... She was originally supposed to be, like, like, disarmingly friendly, was how she was originally written. When the actress came and did the role, she did the lines in a completely, like, cold, calculating way, and they... That's what got her the role. Like, they fell in love with... Yeah. That, that, like... And so... But, like, everything... The thing... it's, it's, It's so funny, because, like... And I and I guess this is one of those yeah. like uh, presentation like what the audience sees versus yeah, and yeah. notices versus what but like it's so like like everything is so suspicious about so many things right and and the but two I, and the and the, and the mm-hmm. two main characters uh, uh, like the the, the husband uh, like, I, like they're just like oh it's nothing and I'm like are you in, blind in the context, do you not know how to read I mean he's supposed to be an ambassador. But in the context of, like, how it's presented, I actually think it kind of works. Because, like, they're very sort of, like, I don't want to say distracted, but, Mm -hmm. like, they're they're really in their own heads about, like, what the world around them and the world they live in. And what their life is. And there's a lot of, like... Nothing bad could happen to us. There's a lot of self-delusion about just, like, 
like we want i mean even like when things first start to get really messed up with damien like uh like one of the for one of the early really big things uh i mean obviously there's the whole thing with the first nanny yeah hanging herself yeah, in front yeah. of the whole the birthday whole party kids party which is messed up you know iconic uh, mm-hmm. moment the uh you know it's all for you moment it's all for you damien um, yeah. but like obviously there's that but i mean like yeah. the first the first time that really damien himself really does anything mm. t- really messed up is when they try to go to the church yes and, and he's completely freaks yes. out and you know because they're going there for uh for like a wedding or and something because yeah. after that right he, the dad like robert is like should we maybe like have him see like a yeah, doctor yeah. like see somebody uh but that, then and, that, the, and and it's like his wife is kind of like like oh no he's fine well, he yeah, just yeah. got like upset or whatever mm-hmm. and she kind of like brushes it off yeah. even though like she's the one who bore most of the brunt of like yes. you yeah, know yeah, she yeah. was trying to hold on to him and he was like clawing at her and yeah, like grabbing yeah. her and stuff and oh so, you know, I mean, kids will be kids that self-delusion <laughs> of just like like yeah. oh not my child like yes. everything's yeah. fine yeah you know he's just a little upset or like mm-hmm. oh he'll be okay type of thing and and it's like they they push it back and back and back yeah. as to like actually dealing with it yeah. until you know it kind of escalates. I mean that that, go, it, it, that really like because and it, I think that's kind of realistic in yeah, a way. Yeah. Well, that like, was I one think of, a lot of parents would do that. That was but especially of, parents that have this very kind of like you know important life and they yeah have exactly this, you know yeah. he has this job he's the ambassador to the United Kingdom and yeah. blah, blah blah and and they think that one day he'll be president and, yeah, you know yeah. like his old college roommate is the per- current president and, yeah you know all this stuff so it's like you know there's there's this whole kind of thing that they you know they are kind of deluded in that way of mm-hmm. like you know they well they, and that's why like when things start to and they finally well especially like the great Paris character yeah like things start to come off the rails in a way that they can't ignore anymore. Yeah. Like and by that time, the, it's way the, too late it's to the do implosion is to do much that the, 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 the family crisis that yeah. begins and to it, happen. It, it just, at this and immense I must say, rate. It's pretty cool to see Gregory Peck kind of starting to get a little, come a little unglued. Yeah. Cause yeah, like yeah. he's usually such a like, mm-hmm. like steady, like, Oh, that's he. He doesn't like that he, rock. He's, he's not a, a big kind of actor. Like no, he's no. a good actor, obviously. Greg Peck. I mean, he's he's a, yeah. a legend. But like his style of acting is generally very like yeah. rounded and very yeah. measured. And like to see him start to kind of like lose it a little bit towards yeah. the end was actually really interesting. Yeah. Well, I've never well, seen right around. I've never seen Gregor Peck do that before. It's right around the time um, when he's uh, with. Um, uh, when him and David Warner are in, yeah, because uh, David Warner plays the reporter, reporter photographer yeah. guy, yeah. and they're in the graveyard. There, could David Warner have looked any more seventies? Oh, in this movie? the hair. And I realize the... it is the seventies, uh, but like, yeah, but like, Gregory Peck really... was just a a like high society, yeah. politician type. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. wears a Offici- suit, official. wears a suit, official type. Yeah. Like, you could put him in kind of any yeah. time period. David Warner in this movie could yeah. only exist in the seventies. Yeah. He was so seventies. Yeah, the hair, his attire, his yeah. his his cadence of yeah. yeah, yeah, everything. I mean, it was great for the role. He did he did a great job. Oh sure, I, I mean, he's I, I like I like David. I like David. Yeah. I mean, another. But it's so different yeah. from like I mean, he, he, uh, you know, time and time again. Yeah, sure. Right, where he's the bad guy in that, mm-hmm. he plays essentially Jack the Ripper in that. Like, such a different. And that was only a few years later, and that was still the seventies, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. but yeah, no, like that that scene where where they're Anyways, in, the, yeah, sorry, where they're, yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, where they're in the graveyard, yeah, and they the 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 two graves, yeah, and yeah. the one is empty, yeah, the one from the mother is empty, and then the one uh, that was supposed to have the then he thought, oh, it was going to have like just nothing in it, yeah. and then it was like his sons, right. And they realize, like, oh, they, they killed his killed son, so he'd be forced him. to. And, yeah. like, that's, like, the... And then, of course, then the dogs attack. But, like, that is that... Exactly. There's that tipping point there where it just goes... Yeah. And at that point, he's just... And then, you know... And, of course, while he's doing that, that the whole ordeal with uh, Damien and his mom going yeah, on yeah, yeah, back yeah. at the house there with the, yeah. the fishbowl. That's where and the, things are yeah. really starting to, like... Yeah. Speed up, yeah. Like it's like there's a lot going on. Mm. Um, I, I, there's the priest 
Patrick Troughton yes, plays yeah. the other priest there that cut, tr- tries to warn him. Mm-hmm. Patrick Troughton was, of course, uh, the second Doctor Who, or Doctor in Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yeah. Very yeah. well-known for that in genre circles. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he plays, uh, in this, the priest that tries to warn Robert about things and basically tries to tell him that his son is... <laughs> His yeah. son, quote unquote, quote is the unquote, Antichrist. Yeah, but yeah. like the problem is, is that like the point at which he comes to him about it, it's yeah. like of course he's not going to believe you at that yeah. point. It's like too well, also, too early on. Also, everybody, the way his approach to it. Is oh, and too, that's the thing. His approach is terrible. too heavy handed. There is so much about like like where I'm like certain people come to yeah. to Gergi Preck's character with this and that information, yeah. but like nobody, they all come with like. Come, Look, I am going to tell you come something. Come on, a little too strong. I am going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come on very strong. I'm going to be hyper obtuse. Yeah. And uh, and in a way that like is not going to actually make any sense to you. Yeah. And then Gregory Peck's character is not going to ask any questions. He is, and and so it was, it was this very well, like. But I mean, it, why, why would yeah. he? But but, we, because, but because it's just well, because he's being people, per, exactly yeah, crazy and I'm like, person coming I mean, after him. Both sides of this are not receptive yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to how the other is going to behave, yeah. and I'm just like you, you. It was right for that, like, like in a way, it was almost like like they they had all these meetings with with various characters, like like crossings with various characters in the movie that were in some ways like. Um, like story wise, were like just treading water because like both sides like the communication breakdown was so bad. Yeah, it yeah. was this very interesting that... like it was and all it did was was like you were just watching this and you're like and it, it's just like like you're winding a wind up toy like yeah. harder and harder yeah. that spring is getting, getting tighter and I was tighter. Say, you know, I saw it more as not so much as treading water as well. What I mean is, is it didn't building move the, up tension. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't yeah. move the story forward, but it built the tension up. Yeah, which and, is what and you're just getting to do. this, and you're like, the dam is going to break on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because eventually, there some like Gregory Peck is going to see what yeah. is happening. Oh yeah, and. You know, yeah, and and of course, by the time he realizes, it's, of course, it's way beyond the the, the yeah. curve of, of being able to do anything about it. Which is, in some ways, like if I mean, this movie obviously I don't think was made with the intent of a sequel. I mean, because of how this movie ends. No, I think with, this sequel was a case of dollars. Speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and then they ended up making the third one with um, uh, what's his name, and he he is the president at that point. Um, uh, or is that is that the third that's one? The, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the third one with with uh, uh, um. Yeah, because the uh, Sam Neil. Sam Neil because is because the, the fourth yeah. one is kind of like the next generation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and so uh, but like you know, the the implication at the end of this is, you know that, uh, they have taken in yeah the the president. And his wife have taken Damien in, yeah. uh, because they were close with right. Gregory Peck and stuff, and and like so, some parts of this feel like almost like like it's a very roundabout way to make that happen, like uh, in a way that well, like there was an opportunity, yeah. But it also seemed like because of like certain things, like they had their fingers, you know, the forces of evil had their fingers in so many pies. It felt think... it felt very like. The ending of this movie was inevitable. Yeah. And so it felt like, like in some ways, like the way it was, like the way that the story played out was like, um, there's a lot of hoops to jump through for something that you that you were going to be able to make happen no matter what. Like, well, that was the thing, right? Yeah. So the idea... Like, at no point in the film did you feel that, like, Damien was going to be defeated. Like, it, it just, uh... it did not feel like that kind of movie. Like, like, mm. like I, I had my suspicions towards, like, a certain point of it, like, when... When he realized that he was going to have to... I feel like most, like, especially back then, though, I feel like most people watching oh, it... Oh, sure, sure. ...would think that... And that I guess... he would be stopped somehow. And I guess possibly part of it, knowing that there's sequels to this, yeah. kind of spoils, of like, how this movie ends in, yeah. in some and, ways. And also just, you know, like, because... Especially the scene where, where he drags him into the church... Yeah. ...and, and he's gonna, and, and then the police and, show I mean, up. And obviously... And you're like, there's only one way this is gonna end. Well, and, yeah. and also, you obviously know, like, now, the type of movie it is. Like, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. you say, you mm. can tell from the kind of movie that it is... Yeah. ...that it's not gonna have, like, a... Yeah. ...sort of, like, a happy... No, 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 ending. No. 
But well, it wasn't it wasn't the time that it came out. I'm sure people had oh no for idea. sure yeah, like, yeah it could have yeah, gone yeah. anyway yeah. right yeah but. I mean, it was not a. It was not a. This was the era. A popcorn of, horror movie, right? But like, this was the era of like that kind of dark ending. Well, just of this sort of, um, you know, d- devil. Oh, like, sure. Like stuff, and it, you know, there was the Exorcist. There's Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. There was this. There was like a lot of these kinds of things um, that were all about sort of like secret you know mm-hmm. uh either either like demons or secret satanic yeah. cults in modern you know the oh, modern yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. that are arranging things mm-hmm. and trying for their own ends and like these kinds of things are like it was something yeah. that was I mean, you, a you, trend at the time you, you look up like like you look up like movies about like Satan and the Devil, and a lot of them are like late sixties through to the seventies yeah. kind it was of like films. Like a big yeah. trend in sort of um, mainstream because yeah. it's like these kinds of movies were considered more kind of mainstream because mm-hmm. they were made by like they generally had bigger stars, mm-hmm. made by bigger like studios and things like that, and yeah. they were very like kind of the mainstream version of like horror movies. Yeah, where at the same time sort of like the more underground like what led to like slasher movies and independent kind of stuff was sort of developing at the along at the same time yeah but like this was kind of the style this you know, was what yeah that people... was po- that was sort of popular amongst like the more mm-hmm. mainstream kind of big bigger name stuff for yeah. whatever reason yeah um and i mean i have to add it like i've seen other movies like yeah. from that era uh like that you know the, the devil movies the satan movies yeah, yeah. uh and and this like most of them are like very corny, yeah. very, um, yeah. This one like, only, and this one is, yeah, not like well, only any the be- of only that. the beheading is corny. Yeah, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. That was a very, I know. That was, I mean, it was like it, it was impactful in a way, but at the same time, I was just like, I think it was when they cut back to it. Yeah, like the implication of you know what happened was fine, but, the, but when like the crowd shows up, I was just like. I mean, you, that was you're the, just showing off your prosthetic that you made. Like, that's all, yeah, but that's all I've seen. Is. I mean, there was no was, need for that. It was awful. Yeah. But yeah. also just that weird, like, it was almost like something out of, like, a Monty Python. Or yeah, yeah, like, sure. Just the weird, like, perfect, like, shearing and then, you know, no, no, of course, like, basically no blood, no nothing. Just, like, you know, this, just this dummy head just perfectly flying off. Into yeah. The, you know, it was, it was better, pretty bad. Yeah. But on the flip side, when the Patrick Troughton yeah. gets like speared by yes. the, 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 the the metal thing off of the, 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 the tower, there, yeah, 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 like that was really well mm-hmm. done, yeah. and and that just that like the weight of and he it, just, like that, just, and he just, just pins him, him to the ground, like, yeah, that was really well done, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing like, uh, well, that was neat. You see, that, a lot I, of that I like that thing where he in, they, like, they connect all the animated things like sure like anime and things like that have a lot of that kind of stuff where you but, have this like sort of just like thunk, and it just well, kind of really good um you know. uh well because it's hard to do like in animation of course it's really easy you have 100 control over every aspect of yeah, it yeah, but yeah. it's it, that that um that showing of like like having a lot of kinetic motion yeah, in a yeah. scene and then immediately removing it yeah and it's it's yeah, that yeah, whole. Yeah. It you know, really it's, well it's like in it's like in 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 like action movies or or like superhero movies. Yeah. Like superhero movies are good when like like you know the the guy comes down like Superman or whoever yeah, yeah, yeah. comes down and like hits the ground and just stops and yeah. it's just like going from like a hundred to zero. Yeah, yeah. And like, but like he's not ruffled or any. It's just like yeah, immediately, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's a that is a very impactful uh, kind of feel uh, to uh, it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Under- underworld. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. But I, I like that connection. That was one of the, that was uh, uh, with the, where he was taking the, the photos, and then he Oh, all, yeah, the photo thing was, was really well done, thing, too. That, like that was really well done. See yeah, like the sure yeah. shadow on the photos to yeah, show yeah. kind of like the sort of. Like basically. Almost like, like, like a pre- premonition almost yeah. of like what's going to happen yeah. to each character. Yeah. Yeah, that was neat. That was quite well done. Mm. I like that. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I I enjoyed it. Apparently, there was a little bit of like disagreement on sort of how to oh how to like, how, go how, how to execute certain aspects of it. I mean, I so it's understandable. 
you know, um, you know, making a movie like this at that time when, you know, people, a lot of people are probably, you know, especially with, you know, some of the names involved in this, you know, expecting one thing or wanting one thing out of it. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It's, um, uh, yeah, it was the writer and, and Richard Donner, uh, David's. David Seltzer, I think. Yeah, David Seltzer, Seltzer yeah, is the yeah, writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so uh, Seltzer and Donner differed over the film's message. Donner favored an ambiguous reading of the script under which it would be left for the audience to decide whether Damien was the Antichrist or whether oh, yeah. the series of violent deaths in the film were all just a string of unfortunate accidents. I, I feel they... Yeah. rejected the ambiguity favored by Donner and yeah. pressed for an interpretation of a script that left no doubt for the audience that David yeah. Thorne was the Antichrist and that all the deaths in the film were caused by the malevolent power of Satan, the interpretation that Bernhard, who the... The d- producer, producer, yeah, um, Harvey Bernard uh, chose to go with. Yeah. So ultimately, the producer decided, but yeah. it was the direct, it was the writers. I feel the way, and I mean, of course, they could have changed a lot, I guess. Um, but the way the movie was like plotted and and written, it so, wasn't really, it didn't feel really set up for like. No, but that kind of had ambiguity. They crafted it. I, in they that would have direction. crafted it completely differently. Yeah, if they yeah, crafted right. it in that direction. Yeah. They See, done it. like that is what I would have expected from like if this was a modern day movie, yeah. leaving it to that weird ambiguity. Well, I haven't seen the oh that two thousand six version. I have yeah. no idea if the remake is yeah. any good whatsoever. <laughs> when I when I first like we're like oh we're gonna watch the Omen, I went to look it up. I was like two thousand because the first result for some reason the yeah. first result I got I know, back. Same was thing like, happened to me. Two thousand six, and I'm like. This movie was older than that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Gregory Peck's in this it, movie. It's oh like, no, hang on, it's a I forgot movie. that there was a remake, and yeah. so I actually had a moment of like, oh no, I hope that Chris doesn't <laughs> watch the wrong one. But I was pretty sure you mm-hmm. would you would figure it out because I was yeah, like, yeah, I was like, you oh, I knew it was. A I was like, well, you know, movie, it's an so. older movie, so I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he'll figure it out. Yeah. But like at the same time, I was like, it almost got me as well because yeah. I like when I searched, I was searching first for like like streaming mm-hmm. and then i was like well i, I could just rent it yeah. and like it's the first thing that comes up when you look to like even just to rent, rent it, it is, is the 2006 version because that's what i looked up yeah and yeah. i ended up finding it on youtube so. yeah 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 it's just on youtube <laughs> that's where i ended it up. wasn't a great quality copy but hey you yeah. know i do <laughs> i for some reason and i think this is also probably because i um I saw a couple of stills. Yeah. Well, like, I knew we had to do this movie, and so I saw some stills. Yeah. And for some reason, the stills were in black and white. I thought this movie was in black and white. Mm. And then that would have mo- been the, interesting. Yeah, when the movie started, I was like, oh, is this some weird, like, colorized oh, version? Oh, the movie starting. I, I can't believe I got this far without mentioning, but this movie uh, what got two Oscar nominations. Yeah. Well, and a win. Oh, yeah. A win, technically. A win, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For Jerry Goldsmith's music, because mm-hmm. it was nominated for Best Original Score and Best Original Song, because, like, yeah. the theme song actually has, like, words. It has singing, technically. Mm. The, the, the title, you know, the Ave Satani. Yeah. All the... Oh, yes, 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 Latin, it's right, right. You know. I know what you're talking about now, yeah. And, and, and so it was nominated for Best Song yeah. Oscar and Best Original Score, which it won mm. in one score. Yeah. And that is Jerry Goldsmith's only Oscar. Yeah. And for his music, which is incredible to me, because I mean, I always think of him as one of the big, you know, like he's a contemporary, yeah. like you know, uh, I mean, we just did, you know, uh, uh, John Williams. Oh, John, we yeah. just did that whole he's episode in that about same, John Williams yeah, for sure. I always think of him as like contemporary John Williams Absolutely. in that same kind of conversation amongst like the best like classic, mm-hmm. you know, film composers and stuff like that. Um, obviously, he hasn't had quite as many sort of like major like oomphy you know mm-hmm. things as as john williams has but like i was kind of thinking of him in that same sort of category and then to find out like wow like that's the only oscar well, he ever got was losing for to that john movie. williams fair enough <laughs> fair enough but uh, um oh, funny enough addendum to that yeah uh he didn't go to the oscars that year no because he probably just assumed well, he had been he, yeah. he had been up for the oscars multiple years running yeah and he had lost every one sure. and so he didn't want to go through with it so right. the only year he didn't win was yeah. the year or the only year he won was the year he didn't go yeah, yeah. that's usually how it goes yeah uh i got one last i think of... i think the same i think uh michael kane the same oh, thing, did same thing? <laughs> yeah i think he was just like oh no there's no way i can win so i yeah. just won't go and then that's when he won yeah that was like his first first time i think yeah. 
uh, uh, one, uh, I found this really interesting. Okay. Um, uh, it's just from IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, where, uh, the film seemed to evolve victim to a sinister curse. Uh, Gregory Peck and screener David Seltzer both took separate planes to the UAK, to the UK, yet both planes were struck by lightning. While wow. producer Harvey Bernhard was in Rome, lightning just missed him. Wow. Rottweilers hired for the film attacked their trainers. A hotel which Richard Donner was staying at got bombed by the IRA, and then he was struck by a car. Wow. After Peck canceled another flight to Israel for location filming, the plane he would have chartered crashed, killing all on board. Wow. On day one of the shoot, several principal members... I mean, that seems like you kind of, like, missed the bad thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all the but other I mean, stuff is great. like, oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's just... Yeah. Uh, on the day one of the shoot, several principal members of the crew barely survived a head-on car crash. Um, and the jinx appeared while in the post-production. When special effects artist John Richardson was injured and his girlfriend was beheaded in an accident uh, on the set of A Bridge Too Far. <laughs> so a totally different movie. Yeah. Oh, but he was doing post-production. I understand, but this, come on. For this movie. I understand, yeah, yeah, but come on. It has yeah, yeah. obviously nothing to do. I mean, well, no, he's literally working yeah. on a totally different movie. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I think the, the scariest scene for me in this was the baboon scene. Yeah, uh, apparently... But mostly because it's super... They, they, like, Screaming Monkeys is... Yeah, scary, like, <laughs> Richard, of any kind is... Richard Donner said that... Uh, apparently said that Lee Remick's reaction was totally genuine. Oh, yeah. That, for sure, for sure. She was pretty she, freaked out. She was really good in this. I yeah. I realized Gregory Peck was, like, the lead, and she, well, because yeah. of... He's um, Gregory Peck, right? Well, but because of, like, how yeah, her I mean, role written into the movie. Well, she, like, she like, definitely had to do a little more of, like, the emotional lifting. Yeah, because yeah. He, he kept that straightforward mm-hmm. Gregory Peck kind of... Yeah. Down to, no nonsense. Yeah, no yeah, nonsense yeah. For, yeah. for most of the movie. You know, he doesn't sort of become unglued until towards the end. Yeah. Um, she, she did all the... Yeah, she like did a lot of the that. kind of more emotional stuff yeah. for the, the rest, you know, for the, yeah. the, the other, like, 90% of it. Yeah. It's just so. like that one scene where he comes home and she's in bed mm-hmm. and she's, she's like, there's something wrong with him. Like yeah. he's like, it's starting to dawn on her that like, like, well, she's like denies. That's she's when, trying to deny. Well, that's the, after he literally, that's yeah. when she gets injured when he basically makes her fall off of the, the, the top level of the house down to the oh, floor there. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, right yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. And and down the... Yeah, and it's it's just... It's just like... Yeah, and, and like, it's just her... The, she does such a good job of, like, portraying her, like, state of mind throughout the film is is, yeah. is really good. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, I, I, I liked it. Um, I don't... I don't think I'll watch any of the sequels. Like, I don't really have a... No. I, I mean, I might I'm read the synopsis of, just for I'm curiosity sort of curious to see where about this story the, goes. I'm sort of curious about the one... With well, Sam Neill, just because it's... I like Sam, Sam Neill. Neill. yeah. And kind of a younger Sam Neill than yeah, I've ever seen. Very young. It's like 1981. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's obviously still an adult and, mm-hmm. and playing... And the idea of Damien as an adult is kind yeah, of an interesting yeah. idea. Um, so, I mean, I'm definitely not at all interested in, like, say, the second movie because it seems like it's kind of just a well, just like, I'm just a... Te- it's like, oh, great, Damien is a teenager. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, not even. He's like... I think oh, he's supposed he, to be like 12. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but, but like, you know, it just feels like a kind of, it's probably sort of like a retread a little bit with just mm. a little bit of an older Damien yeah. and William Holden as his uncle instead mm. of Gregory Peck as his dad, as his That must dad. be quite the, that must be quite the time jump then because. Well, it was two years later and then it's like, it takes place like seven years later. Seven years later. But then the third one is only an, another few years later after yeah. that. Yeah. But it takes place way later. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it basically has to take place in the 90s at that point. Well, even though it was... I'm sure they fight, you know, you know how movies are. I guess that's they true. They fight. But, but I mean, there's like a minimum age, like, you can have a president and, yeah, I'm you know, sure, but, like... Well, he's, I mean, he's in I mean, his 30s. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's supposed yeah. to be in his 30s. He's in his but 30s like, at that point. But that means... I understand, yeah, yeah. but that's not really how realize, movies yeah. work, especially back in the day. Yeah. Uh, like, this happened in, uh, uh, like, the old, like, the 30s, um, or Mo- sorry, the 40s. Movie takes place five years the, later, everyone's the, aged 10 years. <laughs> no, like, the 40s mummy movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, right? Because they did, because obviously there's, like, the original mummy from 1932 with mm-hmm. Boris Karloff. 
but then in the 40s, there was the... I, I think they maybe even started in the late 30s, but definitely they were mainly 40s anyways. Um, where it's with the with the mummy that's like the traditional... Like, oh, right. What people expect, like the wrapped up, like just shambling around and like strangling people and stuff. And those are like the later ones. And in those movies, like... Well, it's 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 twenty four syndrome. Oh, yeah. Right. It's it's oh, this one takes place like twenty years after the previous one, but it actually only came out like two years later, and it's like somehow it's still the forties. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and then like the next one takes place like thirty years after that, and you're it's like, still... wait a minute, isn't it like the year two thousand by now? <laughs> yeah. But it's still a forties movie, so it's still basically the forties. Like yeah, nothing yeah. ever really changes. Yeah, yeah. But like they just keep jumping way ahead in order way to change too far and it doesn't, the, the status yeah. quo or change the characters up yeah, or yeah, like yeah. right and it, it's kind of like that it's like like the whole Omen series is kind of like well when is it actually set because yeah. obviously if it's like thirty years past yeah like the first movie would have to be either it, it's either the third movie takes place in the nineties or the first movie takes place in the fifties but it's like, neither it, it's neither of because them. It, they guess, all take place could be like comics right yeah exactly, like in comics sure. it it's always now yeah, yeah whatever yeah. now happens to be at yeah. that time yeah. and you know what makes the it, way that time passage weirder in comics is because you never change characters yeah C- the characters, way that the passage you know. of time it well except when you when you want to like oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. but what i mean is it's like in spider-man it's yeah. always peter parker right it's just the fact that like peter parker has aged 15 years in the last 65 kind yeah. of, you know but like <laughs> but 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 like there are characters that yeah you know what i mean yeah you understand what i'm saying yeah, yeah like, yeah. like, like at some point peter parker went from being a teenager to being like an adult yeah but then there are characters that like when peter parker was already an adult there were characters that were kids that They're are now still, adults, yeah, yeah, or are like young adults, yeah. or like teenagers now. Mm-hmm. But like Peter Parker is not like another twenty, 20 years, years old. No, Peter exactly. Parker's not fifty. No, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like characters yeah. age at different rates according yeah. to what they want those characters, characters to be yeah. and what they want for the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So in, I mean, especially in comics, it's like there's no rhyme or reason. No. You know, unless it's a specifically like a comics universe that they want to have a yeah. a, 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 a steady. Mm-hmm. But Marvel's the worst for yeah. that. Like, but, well, as far as like is, is, and I, consistency and I think the of continuity because it's been around Marvel is the absolute oh, worst because they've been around for so long yeah. they've that's just how they do it because like, like, any any of those comics yeah. where like they're very serious about keeping all that stuff yeah. well like they've come and gone like those you know, but, you know, like, like, but I mean like even like, like DC for instance what they often do is they'll go through periods of time where they'll go kind of yeah. like real time sure. and then every so often they'll do like a reboot or yeah. they'll well, that's the big change thing. the timelines yeah. in a specific way or but like Marvel just kind of like keeps going yeah. and they don't really ever sort things out yeah. and it doesn't really matter yeah. because that's obviously not what people are yeah. reading them for. They're just reading them for the stories themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's kind of funny how they just oh, yeah, like, yeah. like, don't worry about that. You yeah. know, it, it, and it, it's one of the those only, things where the, like the only thing is, is when sometimes they have to address. Yeah. Uh, Coming, like character origins. Yeah. Well, like, like specifically characters like, like Iron Man. Yeah. We're like, well, or, or Punisher. Yeah. We're clearly. Right. Clearly, the Punisher you know the way be around that is is like basically they just get really vague and they oh, just yeah. don't talk about it yeah. anymore. Well, they'll, they'll either get really vague or they'll just completely rewrite. You know, yeah, their, that's a relatively you know, recent phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. For a long time, they, they would basically just gloss right over it without yeah. really. I mean, even even characters who don't naturally age, like yeah. age solar, like Captain America. Well, and Captain that, America that adds, is still playing. But the me, problem is, is that like, adds. To, I missed. I missed, like, how many years Captain America yeah, was yeah, in the yeah, ice. Yeah. It's like, Cap, you've been out of the ice for, like, 80 years <laughs> now. You can't make but, that but call thing, anymore. But, like, okay, oh, but in comics all, time, he hasn't that's been. That's a big exaggeration. But, but like, also, like, the, the, the other issue, though, is that when you have characters that don't really age or that age slower alongside characters that are supposed to be just normal people, yeah. that just muddies the water oh, even exactly. more. Because then you're like, well, wait a minute, why, what's... Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's, see, it's, it's because, a world where you only have a birthday if you want to. <laughs> but it's because of things like that and yeah. having that background of like having grown up reading comics and yeah. stuff like that. That like when you have those kinds of situations in movies, it's like, so easy. Like just the to, Omen yeah. movies, even like James Bond. Oh yeah, well that's like, a, that's another. You'd great be amazed. Example. Like, well maybe you wouldn't be amazed, but like the number of people that get confused about like how the t- passage of time in the James Bond movies works. Because they're like, well, how can... Don't worry about it. 
But it's like it just it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's not and that's why this, people always that's not important. people try and twist themselves yeah. into like having all these theories about you know, there's the prevailing theory about like how like Bond is like a code name and it's not yeah. really the same guy all the time. Yeah. It's like different well, it's people. clearly not because he looks different. It's like different every few people films. become well, and that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of the theory. Which again makes no sense because it's like you've never heard of recasting in yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, but but the funny thing is is like people try to be like, oh like it the different bonds are like different a yeah. different guy and it's like a, they're successors to the law. Yeah. And it's just like, no, not really. No. It's just it's like comic book time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond is just well, I mean, always it, within it, a certain it just falls into range that, like, of age. It's that there's that mindset of like trying to make everything like what's canon and yeah, what's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like like you have to understand. Yeah. You have to understand the writers are, don't care don't about care. any of that nope. when they're writing. They're writing an interesting story. And like it, yes, and it, I mean, it happens in Star Wars. Happens it doesn't have to be an interesting story. Or whatever. It's just they're just writing, they're they're writing not, what they want to write. Yeah, yeah and, it, and those and kind it, of concerns don't matter. And it happens in all, all anything with like sequels or far-reaching, like yeah. you know, Star Wars, anything that yeah. stretches over decades. Like, look, like it, that's not important. Yeah. Like, don't worry about now, it. Now, to know. be fair, to be fair, where it becomes an issue of like that people can really get distracted by those things is if the actual content is, like, well, not, that good, well, not that good, right? Like, if something is really good, it's a lot easier oh, sure, to gloss course, over that yeah, issue yeah, yeah. because then you're like, well, cause it's, well who cares? It's, they made an awesome movie. Who cares exactly. when it takes place? It's one But if the movie a, is a, a bit, eh, then it gives you easier leverage, for right? you to. It's yeah. easier for you to get distracted by the flaws, like, how does that timeline work? Yeah. Right? Because you're not engaged in just experiencing the story yeah. and experiencing the characters for what they are. Yeah. And so your mind starts to wander because you're not being like held captive by yeah. the story. Yeah. And your mind starts wandering and you go like, wait a minute. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But when you're really captivated... Well, because at that point it becomes a a part of a, like a compounding problem yeah. with the but film when you're really, rather than a standalone But when the movie is the entertaining film. and you're yeah. really captivated, yeah. that stuff doesn't yeah. matter. Perfect example of that, since we're making a lot of references to other things, the Back to the Future movies. Oh, for sure. There are so many flaws oh, yeah. in those movies in terms of like, wait, that doesn't even make well, any sense. Well, when we sense. talked about them, we, we, yeah. we brought all it's that It's just up. like, that makes no actual sense, but it doesn't matter. Because yeah. those movies are so entertaining, yeah. they keep you captivated, mm. they keep you entertained, that like, you don't worry about those flaws until after you've seen the movies yeah. like 10 times yeah. over a period of many years, and then... Finally, you sort of get to the point where you're like, start overanalyzing what? a little. But yeah. like the first, you know, 10 times you saw it, you yeah. were just entertained. It, it falls yeah. into that category of things where uh, I'll see people like, like, like talk about a movie yeah. and, or, or, or write about a movie or whatever. Yeah. And that I'll have seen and I'll, and I'll be like, it'll be like, these are like, oh, like, the, like those kind of inconsistencies and stuff on like, a, like an otherwise like really great movie. And I'll just be like, this is your first time seeing it. Yeah. And this is what you noticed. Yeah, you were you were paying attention to the wrong thing well, in this movie. But at the know? same time, if they weren't drawn in, captivated well, enough true. to not yeah. notice those things, then that's still kind and of the movie's fault. True. But to be fair, there are also people who just uh, are the nitpicky. Way, the way their brains work. <laughs> yeah, they notice even sure. involuntarily. Yeah, they notice a lot of oh, weird yeah. details I mean, that like I, they shouldn't I, really be looking I at. I notice that stuff. Yeah. But I also like you know that it doesn't matter. I compartmentalize. I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When but when the film ends, mm. does that thing matter? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, and and even if it does matter, like, it like like in in the context of like the whole the film as a whole, like they could have changed it, but would that have made the film better? Doubtful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like you said, like that's why in a bad movie that stuff just. Just sit, it goes on. It's one more thing on the pile, and so that's when you start going. Well, maybe if they changed those things, yeah. it would have been a better movie. And yeah, yeah. But uh, but I agree. I'm I like yeah. I say like other than a little bit of curiosity about I, I think it's the third one with yeah. Samuel with as an adult Damien. I have a bit of curiosity about yeah. that just to see what Samuel's performance might be mm -hmm. like because he is so good and he's yeah. so good at creepy roles. Yeah, as we know, like from you know Event Horizon and 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 you know. Uh, uh, what's the what's the what's the John Carpenter one? Oh, in the mouth of madness. In the mouth of madness. Yes. You know, we know he's great at, at creepy roles. So, like, I have a bit of curiosity about that yeah. one. But like, 
but yeah, I mean, apart from maybe that, I really have no interest in like the sequels because I just feel like it's pretty much just more of the same. And this movie oh, is... They did a fourth one. Yeah, that's why I, I, I mentioned that. Yeah. The fourth one is like the next generation. Right, basically. right. The yeah. Awakening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of like, oh, yeah. well, okay, you know, we're done with Damien now, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's like the next, you know, thing. Well, look, which to me is like, wait, they're done with Damien? Shouldn't that have brought about Armageddon? Wasn't that his whole... No, it turns out... Yeah, he was a crappy Antichrist. It, it was like a like a Anakin Luke type of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because there was five books, and then they never made a movie out of the fifth book. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I have no idea. I'm curious as what the reception on. Oh, I'm uh, sure, terrible on that new one. Oh, the other uh, remake. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. Financially successful. Sure. Uh, made 120 million on a 12 million dollar budget. That's pretty good. Yeah, not not as good a return as the original, but it's pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was second highest grossing Omen film when adjusted for inflation. Huh? Um, but but woo, 26 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so probably not amazing. I mean, again, what yeah. does that really mean? I mean, yeah. we've we've covered that subject many times. Of you know. Yeah. There are things that rank even lower than that that sure, are, sure. are actually decent movies in their own way, and there are things that rank higher than that that are... Uh, Roger Ebert gave it a thumbs up, though, so... Which, the remake? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, so Leif Schreiber, Julia Stiles, and Mia Farrow. Hmm. I mean, it's not a terrible cast. And it's just a, it's straight up just a remake of the yeah. 76 one, so yeah. yeah. Huh. I guess they've, you know, 40 years... Or 30 years, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. 30 years. 30 years, yeah, exactly. It's been yeah, more than 40 years now, yeah. Yeah, yeah 40 years. But yeah, yeah. 2000, I forgot, like 2006. It's a long like, time uh, ago 15 now. years ago. <laughs> a long time ago now. Um, but yeah, so... That movie's pretty old. So I guess they figured out 30 years. I mean, I agree. I think that 30 years is about the right time sure. for a remake. Like, Well, when you get to the point where you have a generation of people who are, are going to... Could watch it, yeah, but are... Like, age-wise, like, yeah. beyond also, the... Like, I'm, I'm, like, pretty... Like, I do, I'm not super anti-remake. Like, No, no, no I'm not I think that there's very few remakes that are yeah. as good I'm, or better than I'm the anti, I'm anti, like, lazy remake. Sure. Where it's the... Right, but... You, you know, it's like, yeah. well, we, we're just gonna... We, we... Because that, that whole, like... It's like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, I mean... Psycho's a tough or you one. You bring though. nothing to the table. Psycho's a tough one because, like, while it brings nothing to the table because it is just shot for shot, yeah. word for word, a remake, yeah. like, because it so closely follows the original, yeah. like, it's not a bad film on its own. Like, there's nothing, it's not like a cheap cash I mean, in where they were just like, agree. well, but we, it's really we haven't done pointless. anything with the Psycho license in a while. Yeah. Let's just hammer out a film, right. and because it's got Psycho on it, people will go see it, right? right. You no, know? I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, you know. obviously, somebody thought it would be an interesting thing to do, yeah. but they were wrong. But anyway, yeah, fair, um, fair, fair, fair. But but, you know. but 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 what I'm saying, I, is, I agree with you. That movie, I, that movie was yeah. pointless. But, but what I'm saying is, is I'm not just automatically like some people get really vehement about it, and sure. they're just like, "Oh, remakes are the worst thing about yeah. blah blah." And like, and I mean, you know, hey, you should, now, look, nine times out of ten, those people, people are right. People but. should just watch the originals; they're classic yeah. for a reason. Blah blah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but I mean. It's is it really doing that much harm? Yeah, yeah. You know, like true. It is what it is. You got, you got, it's gonna like, happen. I think those are the kind of people that don't understand. Like, dude, old movies don't always translate and to that, a to a to 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 the to a current movie watching and, audience or age group, right? Like, and back in the day, back in the day, remakes were made way faster. Oh, for sure. Because there was no home video. Exactly. Most of the time. Most movies were never even re-released in theaters, which that other is the than part just that, like the biggest, like yeah, yeah. really big, re like famous releases. That's something that always right. made me wonder. And back so, then, how come they didn't release films? And so, like, like, like every few years, just bring it back. You know, people because, will go see it. There's nothing else to see. Yeah, <laughs> but it's because, like, I think it's because. Uh, I mean, they did. They did do that. Yeah. But also, there was the whole thing where you did remakes because you wanted to use like. The latest, like yeah. how many movies from like the late silent era 
were then remade oh, like talkies, three yeah. years later sure. in like the early talkie yeah, era. That's just because like well, it's the new it's the yeah. new technology. Talkies are the new thing. They're coming in. They're potentially replacing silence. Yeah. So it's like well, you got to remake that movie. Like you yeah. can't just re-release like an old yeah. silent movie in yeah. an era where people are expecting yeah. full on talkies, right? Like. That's not going to work. Yeah. So you remake it. Yeah. Even if it was only like three years ago mm-hmm. that you made it before, you know, and that happens all the time. And then you, color, you know, color comes for in. Sure. Got to remake every yeah. black and white movie in color. Right? Exactly. Uh, last time we had special to go, effects. Last are getting time better. we had time to go to remake with like, all those old yeah. movies with bad special effects. Last time we had to go with like our B actor choice because yeah, yeah. we didn't have the budget for like uh, the big name actor. Well, yeah, the now, rep or that. Now this time yeah. we've got a big. We got budget. the good director. We, that means we we're get the good remake actor. it with a yeah. bigger yeah. name actor or you know yeah. that type of thing. It happened all the time. Mm-hmm. So people complain about like like oh they just made the, like this movie is only twenty years old and they're remaking it. Back in the day, they used to remake yeah, movies yeah. after a couple of I years. Mean, it is one of those things. Like it's but it's because like... now you have every movie, yeah. other than just like straight up like lost films, like films that just like their their, their print burnt up oh, for back sure. in the day. Yeah, yeah. But like other than that, basically every movie mm. is available in some form at all for times. like home viewing, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like you either have a v- you can find a VHS or you can find you know a lot of stuff on DVD, a lot of stuff you can find just like online, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. Um, you know, so it's like, there's, there's nowadays you have that thing where like, you can just go back and watch old movies to your heart's content. Yeah. So now when you remake a movie, it's more about like, either because you think like like, a younger audience isn't going to watch the old version or if it's a case of like a a very like effects based Mm -hmm. story, you remake it to exploit the newest effects, you Mm -hmm. know, um, so on and so forth, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so like now there has to be some sort of reason, and I and I think other than just, that is you know, it is often a a critique that comes from. But three well, years, I think three years is enough. Sure, I mean it's you know? one because one of those. I don't want to be like one of those people talking about like oh you know? like they 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 but it's and it was just like I wasn't born when this movie was made, right? So remaking uh, like a film, like regardless yeah. of how I feel about it, right? Making it. Again, in the era when I'm now an adult, right. I feel fine with, like, because, yeah. like, no matter how much I enjoyed the original, like, like, don't complain. You can't expect people to go back and enjoy a movie from well, 20, 30 years ago. Like, trends change in exactly the same way as, I mean, you took a movie right. from now, you take it back in time 30 years, yeah. guess what? People aren't going to like it. The pacing's going to be weird. The yeah. dialogue but, isn't going to be, be good. Honest, like, they're not going to enjoy it, you know? You know? But you're always going to have those people who are just going to argue, like, like that it's still, like, that it's still wrong. Like, like yeah. the original classic, and you shouldn't yeah. touch it. And it's like... Like, there's some, like, weird morality to like, it. Yeah, like, there's some weird morality <laughs> to it. And it's just like, just don't watch the remake. Yeah. Like, are you mad you, that, like, they spent money you have, on like, making these are the a people, remake or something like these that? These are the or, people like, who, who, you know, who that, forget that, like, while movies are art, they're also one, almost 100% a commercial endeavor, right? Like, and it's movies, remakes are made, right. all movies are made. Because they to, think they can make, make money off of it. Exactly. Like, that is why yeah. movies are made in the first place, you know? So, it is, there's no, like, yeah. no no studio is out there is making is that making a movie out of the kindness of their heart, you know? No, I mean, that's certainly <laughs> not true. Certainly no studio is. Yeah, you know. You know, there um, are independent films that, like, yeah. people make them as passion projects yeah. and things like that. And you but. know what? Those are the kind of films that, like, usually, like, you don't have to worry about those movies, those kind of movies getting remixed. Yeah. They will stand on their, their yeah. own credit forever, usually. Yeah, you know? so, so, I mean, like, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I... I mean, also, the number of times I've seen people complain about a movie getting a remake and, like, the version of the movie they love... Actually, a remake of a movie they've never heard of, oh, you know. Yeah. You that's know? a whole nother yeah, yeah, subject, you know, because the title changed between remakes or something like I that. I mean, that's a you whole. Not, you could do a whole. Just, like, you realize the one you like is already, is already a remake. remake? Yeah. You could do a whole topic on that. Yeah, like I mean, you could do a whole. You could do a top five. Remake. I was gonna say, you know, top five remade remakes. Think, people <laughs> movies that people think are the original that are actually, actually a remake. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's very yeah, yeah. top five obscure. Remakes where the remake became the popular one. Yeah, and yeah. That's actually a really interesting top five. Uh, I have to do some digging for that. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it would necessarily be a good choice for us to do. Yeah. Um, but it just in terms of like... But just like, it's a, it is a potential like, concept yeah. that like does happen. For sure. Right? 
So there's, yeah. yeah, there's tons of things where people are just like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 that's an interesting, you know, mm. oh, well, that's not as good as the original. And it's like, well, do you even actually know what the original is? <laughs> because yeah, the one point. you think is the original is the remake, mm. you know? Yeah. Or, or the, the, the original comes from some other source material, like a book. Yeah. And like, it, despite the movie being okay, kind of butchered the source material, yeah. you know, which also is a, also a yeah. popular, I even have know, missed... I mean, I mean, that's in the, the, the group of people who are like, no, read the book, don't watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I even have mixed feelings about that because I feel like a lot of times it's like... Looking at you Game of Thrones people. A lot of times it's like, oh, they butchered the source material and it's like, yeah, but it made for a better movie. movie? Yeah, Like, sure. yeah, it may not be like a, mm-hmm. a good adaptation technically yeah. in terms of like staying true to the source, but like what they did with it actually made yeah. for a better movie. And you know? guess what? You can have a good book. You can have a good movie that changes some and, of the book yeah, to make it a good movie. Two different things. And then you can also have a good remake of that movie yeah. that, again, changes stuff yeah. in order to modernize. Like, all these things are possible. Like, they're... Mm-hmm. Only a Sith deals in absolute, and let's not be Siths, all right? Yeah, true. You know? True that. I, I think that's a good note to go out on. Yeah, actually. there we go. Uh, <laughs> I think so, that about covers so it. So that's the omen, and yeah. then some, some hot... Uh, <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes on, on movies. Remakes and... On remakes. And, Timelines. Timelines, yeah. Um, all which, I mean, applicable to, to the film. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. So, uh, yeah. so that's it for this episode. Yep. Uh, we're going to be back next week with, I believe it is, The Grudge Match. Or is it just Grudge, grudge, grudge Match? Just Grudge Match. No yeah. thought. Yeah. It's um, a little, little side trip in our Rocky journey. Yeah, yeah. Not actually a Rocky movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... We're, uh, we're we're taking you'll, the you'll see. we're taking the side You'll road see. there. And, It'll make. And I've seen that. it before. Yeah, I have not. Uh, yet, you, have, so. you haven't. So yeah. yeah. So uh, which I guess also applies to all the Rocky movies. Pretty much every but, one of these up until. But this you'll point see when, when we do when we do Rage Match, you'll see yeah. why it kind of ties in. Yeah. Um, I the only question I have about it, and I'll bring this up when we actually talk about it, because yeah. there's no point bringing it up now, because you know you'll yeah. just be like, well, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, but. I do have one weird kind of question about it, but we'll get to that. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but well, yeah, uh, so right. Grudge Match will be next. Excellent. Yep. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Yep. We'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Chris. This is Evan. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hmm.